This is Isaware, powered by Intersoft Associates. Isaware is your connection to exploring the systems and software that power businesses like yours with expert insight, experience, and advice. Welcome back to Isaware. I'm Chris Milliff, and I'm joined, as always, by Abe Unger and High Goldstaff from Intersoft Associates. And uh, team, we had an earlier conversation around uh, kind of surrounding myself with with people who might know more than me when it comes to technology, when it comes to data, uh, so that I'm making smart and intelligent decisions. I think one of the things that um, the modern organization is underutilizing, underestimating the importance of and needs to get a handle on, especially small and mid-market companies, is who's the boss of this stuff? Who's in charge of the data? Who's in charge of making sure that these things are running uh, smoothly and and Abe, I kind of wanted to to start by picking your brain in this way. Do I need a a chief data officer, even if it's you know not literally that, but do I need some person, point person in my organization that knows enough about what's going on with all of our call it spreadsheets and all of our CRM and our this and our that? We've got all this data. Who's helping me wrangle that? Well, as they say, it takes a village, right? So, um, but, you know, there, there's got to be a chief. So, yes, there, there has to be someone who has an idea or an understanding of what's going on and enough of an understanding of the business and the data to help with those decisions. It doesn't necessarily need to be an in-house CTO. It could be uh, someone else who's operating in that capacity. But the point is, is that there needs to be someone who knows enough to know when and how to ask the questions and what to do with issues that are coming up around the data that you're dealing with. So it is the kind of thing where it's important to analyze. It's important to constantly grow and constantly look for improvement in that area. So when we come with, when we're dealing with data, um, someone who understands the business and understands the concepts behind it is going to do a much better job of managing and controlling how that data is used and where improvements can be made because they have a business under under a business understanding of what's going on. And that's where a technology background may help, um, may hinder, but at least uh, it provides questions and answers and someone to talk to. So that, like I said, that can be in-house, that could be a number of people, doesn't necessarily have to be one person, but they're all at least getting together, talking about the issues so that they understand the data and how it can be used and how it should be used, where it's lacking, where improvements can be made, uh, where things are slow, where there's performance issues and decision-making. You know, is it taking too long to make decisions because data is not available or data is not available fast enough? You know, don't have data on the tip of your fingertips to make decisions. Sometimes you're going to make wrong decisions. And is there a way to help with that problem? Hi, I think that's a skill set. You know, I, I mean, I you have to see you have to see technology in a certain way. You have to think about technology in a certain way. Again, you don't necessarily need to be CTO level, but you can't just be a person who's uh, comfortable with, as we've said before, comfortable with spreadsheets. This is bigger than that. Do you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, data goes to processes, mm. uh, decision making, big data. You know, the more data you have, the more you can do with it. Um, data is relatively cheap nowadays, uh, you know, especially if you go to the cloud. Uh, you know, the adding, adding data in the cloud is, you know, almost a flip of a switch as opposed to doing it within your own and within your own environment. You know, that requires a bit more work, but nevertheless, it's, you know, it's, re- it's, it's certainly affordable. And the impact uh, of, the, of those decisions are, 
uh, you know, decisions you can make that data is great. And you also have to, you know, view data from a disaster recovery standpoint. Mm. Um, what do you do if something happens to your data? What do you do if, you know, if ransomware hits you? What do you do if your server goes down? Uh, what do you do if there's a fire in your in your uh, computer room or, or the building? You know, how do you deal with that? You know, and what and that becomes more like an insurance uh, environment. Virtually everybody in business has some sort of an insurance, and you know, having the proper focus on your data, your disaster recovery, which you know goes around your computers, but most importantly, your data. Uh, you have to take that into account. What are you willing to accept? You know, you want to accept all your data going away in a ransomware attack. Uh, are you able to be down for uh, you know six six uh, six hours, six days, six months? You know, what is your uh, how can you for how long can you be operating uh, with a, with a disability, so to speak, or not operating at all? So if I'm brand new to these ideas, and that's those are powerful ideas, especially around this idea of protection and, and data recovery, because again, we've talked before about it isn't just maybe your ability to run your business, but the way your customers are impacted, the way your uh, vendors are impacted, the way your your entire sort of supply chain is impacted in the face of something like this. If I'm new to the idea, Abe, if I didn't even really realize that I needed to be thinking like this, what are some first steps that I should be taking to thinking about my data as the asset that it is? Well, the first step is pick up the phone and call us. Um, <laughs> but the, the concept is that in, in a cybersecurity word, world, what people are going to tell you is it's not if you're going to get it, it's when. Um, it's the kind of thing where, you know, hardware fails, the Cybersecurity people are out there looking to, to yeah, you know, they're not going to look to hack the individual little guy and sitting in their little office, but you never know what who clicks on what link and what file and how you, you get, you know, uh, ransomware and how you deal with all of that. Um, but these are the kinds of things where you need to talk to someone who understands that who can help with dealing it. It's usually not going to be some in-house guy who knows a little bit about technology and what you're going to do with it. It really does require a team to come in there and, and uh, assess the risks. And part of that is not just the risks, there's some training involved. There's you know, how do you train your users, especially in a cybersecurity world? You know, uh, most people are more aware of the concept of don't click on a link in an email that comes or don't open an attachment for someone who you don't recognize. But, you know, people are getting better and the, the, the emails that you're getting are looking better and, you know, it's got a name on it that looks like it's familiar and maybe they're sending you a file. So it, it's a lot about training. And that's something that usually requires someone from outside to come in and, and sort of go through that and show you and do that education. And that's ongoing. Um, it's the kind of thing where you have to reinforce that. You know, a few months go by, you have another session and explain to people what some of the risks are and how to, to mitigate those. So it, it does require bringing someone else on board to, to, to help with that. You know, uh, Abe, I was helping an organization once uh, to, to clean up its ERP and they were bringing in this and that and they found that they had, you know, quadruple versions of customer data and all this sort of overlapping stuff. As you say, there were multiple sources of truth. And so they got underway in a big project to make that stuff happen. And then they thought they were done. 
And I think uh, Abe brings up a great point of saying this is ongoing. This whole thing is ongoing. Um, does it require a cultural mindset, a, a shift in my leadership's attitudes? What's required for me to realize that my data and my technology is just like every other part of my company? Uh, it's it's something I need to constantly be tending. I can't just say this is a project and once it's over, we've done what we needed to with our data. That might have been true once upon a time, but it isn't anymore. What what gets in the way of that? Well, most people today, and especially especially in a leadership uh, position, understand that concept. Understand that things are not really you know uh, once and done, and things are ongoing. They may, they, they may not realize that when it comes to something like security, because you tell somebody once, you know the answer, you don't have to reinforce it. Um, but that is something, like I said, it, you, you deal with, it's it's the understanding that is constantly new things coming. Uh, there's constantly new things out there. There's constantly new attacks. There's new inventions and in technology. There are ways to do better backups, uh, more, more full backups quicker response time if there is an issue in terms of downtime and recovery. Those are the kinds of things that as a leader, you may understand from a business perspective, how to make sure things keep running and how to, how to do that from a technology perspective. You may not. And that's part of where you deal with working with somebody who can help. But there are also nuances in that as well. Um, you know, knowing that your data is backed up, uh, you know, you also need versioning of your data. Mm. You need to be able to get, you know, any file, from any point in time, for 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 a myriad for a myriad uh, number of reasons, um, you know the other part of data is make sure your data is structured correctly, uh, that your data is scalable. Um, I think I mentioned in one of our conversations, and and you know the same thing with same thing with you know that we had over there. You have a do-it-yourself guy who knows a little bit, or woman uh, who knows a little bit, uh, and you know thinks they're an expert because they're empowered. I had a conversation with somebody yesterday uh, was learning how to literally use a Mac, which is, you know, sad. Uh, but uh, we talked about data. The conversation got into data. This happens to be a friend of a friend. Uh, we talked about data. And uh, I happened to ask him, you know, are you backed up? You want to know if someone can, you know, remote into his computer to help him, you know, so... I said, first of all, you backed up. If, you know, you're probably okay, but you know, you're better safe than sorry. Uh, I should be backed up. You know, I think I'm backed up. It's not a good enough answer. Right. Uh, and you know, I I know he's uh, you know he he does private investing and he has a lot of financial information on his machine. He can't afford to lose that. Is Aware is powered by Intersoft Associates, your software consultancy that will help you to maximize revenues, reduce costs, and streamline work processes with the right IT solutions. Intersoft Associates delivers strategic consulting and custom software development, together with support and enhancement to help modernize and manage the software that helps your business run. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com. And he and I and I told him there are a couple of ways you can do it. I gave a couple of methods to do it. Uh, you know, one is immediate. One takes a little bit more more time. Uh, and you know, he said, "Well, I only need one of those." And I go, "No, you should take them both." And they're both inexpensive. You know, there's there's no additional cost. There's no additional uh, inconvenience. I mean, there's a minor cost, but no additional inconvenience. But he was happy with just having one backup. And he thinks, "I think I'm backed up now. I think I'm okay." Well. 
you know, and that's just lack of that's that's kind of like a DIY guy who said that's all that's all you need. And the case we had with our, you know, with with the uh, uh, client we're working, one of the clients we're working with today, is they have data that um, is written by someone who doesn't know how to write the software, and everything revolves around the data. You know, if you manage your data properly, your software will work and will work, you know, for a much longer time uh, in terms of the business evolution uh, than if you just design it for your need today. How do you, uh, I think that's really interesting. And I feel like we better, we in business understand the symptoms of a dysfunction without knowing what it is that's causing the dysfunction. So it took, I imagine, uh, you to look at their data and say, well, this is, this is, this was all written or the software, whatever you're talking about was written by somebody who didn't know what they were doing. I don't know that as a business person, I just know what, tell me some of the symptoms I might be dealing with. There's friction somewhere or something is malfunctioning or there's redundancies where there shouldn't be, or how do I, what are the signals I should be looking for that says there might be a fire burning underneath the floor here and you don't even know it. Well, well, the realization was that they were using, you know, various, Various departments were using the data. They were using Excel to augment the data, using Excel to manage their process with no history. Um, you know, and and things were cumbersome, and people had to, you know, b- become programmers uh, to put to create a query to get data that they want to operate on. Which I mean, literally create a query. This is within obviously within Microsoft Access, and it was just cumbersome. And I don't know how they came to the realization. Maybe because they haven't grown. We, we have another client in the same space, and they know what our experience has been there with our client who's you know, literally grown every year for the last 15 years. Um, and, you know, and they realize what they have to do. Now, their IT guy, you know, who's, who's very, very good, who I happen to know, he might have mentioned something. Uh, because, but he, but the, the partners sense the frustration, and you know, and how do we get rid of this? And also, um, part of it may have been they're wanting to prepare the business for the next generation, and the next generation, you know, maybe you know the younger partners, or it may be you know a merger, or whatever it might be. I don't, so I don't, I I can't tell you what the impetus is, but in today's world, you know how things should work. You know, yeah. things should be easy. You know, if you go on Amazon, you know, it's pretty easy. You go to an ATM, it's pretty easy. Uh, you know, newer ATMs, can, you can tell what denominations you want and how much of them. Uh, in the old days, you know, if you wanted a lot of money, you know, you got a stack of 20s. You know, so they're kind of aware of what technology can do and if something smells bad, but it, take, it takes a while. And sometimes it takes a while. Not everybody will realize it right away, but there's got to be friction of, of some sort. And as and seeing what other people can do, you know, you're not you're not you're not living in a cave, and you see what else is going on, and you see how things are just just don't seem right. It's, you know, this is no way to run an airline from an old from a very old ad. Yeah. Um. And and then they then they start questioning it. Is there a scenario I'm sorry. Go ahead. There's another client that we had that 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 had a similar issue with data in terms of repetitive tasks where. For every new client that came on board, uh, there was all kinds of data analysis that they had to run. And because they were working off of spreadsheets, they had to run that same process for every single new client every time the, d- the data came in. And it took uh, you know, an employee 
days and days to do that same analysis over and over again. Whereas had that data been stored in a database format that's reusable, a lot of that analysis could have simply been applied to the new client's data so that the person who's doing the analysis can start from a point of 40 or 50% is already done and then do the rest manually as opposed to zero to 50. And the, the client themselves, they, they as part of a lot of the work that we've been doing with them in other areas, understood the value of storing the data in a centralized location that's accessible to everybody that everyone can work off of and applied that same logic to this other area of the business and working on getting that data out of Excel, putting it into a database that you can then, you can use Excel after the fact to look at some of that data. But at that point, because the data is now in a central location, um, all of that repetitive work for each client over and over and over again um, goes away. And that's great for the hours of employees, what they're doing, what they're busy with. But it's also great for the employee themselves because they understand that that grunt work that mm. they had to do or they knew what they're going to be doing for the next three days. Well, now they don't have to do that. They can actually focus on what's important. Hi, I, I think um, you you brought something up that I really want to touch on before we go. And you talked about sort of preparing for the next generation. Um and I love the idea of, of thinking about our technology, our data uh, in that way, even the backup sort of protocols that you, that you guys were talking about. Um, if I'm preparing my business for a sale, for instance, um, you can imagine that the CFO or the financial team is going to have to deliver, you know, umpteen zillion documents to show all kinds of things so that everybody's confident that this is what it is. Um I would imagine that in such a situation, uh, if I'm handing over something that says, look, our data is a mess. We don't know what kind of shape it's in. We had a hack last year. We don't really know what happened. Those are lights out. Like that's a deal breaker that nobody wants to get into that kind of deal versus. And also here's how we're going to hand over this, uh, you know, valuable business asset in pristine form and shape. And here are the myriad ways we do that. Don't I have a responsibility to, um, to really think in an organized way about the asset, the business assets, even in a space of, of uh, acquisition or of sale or of handing down so that those things are strong and valuable? Certainly handing down. In a sale, I, you know, frankly, I don't know what kind of due diligence is, is performed. Right. Uh, you know, and, and you know, if there's an acquisition, generally the, the platform becomes that of the acquiring uh, party. In rare cases, is the platform you know, that of the acquired, but it can be. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, uh, th that's part of it. I, and I, unfortunately, I can't really answer that well. Uh, but, but, you know, some of the triggers become, if you ask for data that you know you have, you just don't know where it is as a manager, and it takes a while to get it, then let me put that together for you. That shouldn't happen. You know, that really, really shouldn't happen. And if putting together it means, you know, I'll be back to you in a half hour. I mean, assuming you work on it right now, uh, you know, I'll put it, you know, I'll give it to you, you know, in an hour, you know, days to put it together, you know, is 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 unacceptable. It's and there's gotta be something that says there's something that's inefficient about what I'm doing. Yeah. And and if you have redundancy, you know, the, the example they mentioned, there's no guarantee that the data entered in the first half of the process. Is the same that they're entering in the set in the second half of the process when they're re, you know redoing 
what was done, you know, uh, before. There's no guarantee that they're the same. Then how do you know which is right now? On some levels, you think, well, now we have a check on everything. Well, okay, uh, that shouldn't be the case. If you have an accurate way to collect data, and any software should, you know, should really be focused on making data collection easy, which will help to improve accuracy. Uh, guys, this has been a great conversation that for me has touched on a lot of sort of symptoms of, you, you know, you, you have a problem if, and one of those for me is if you've been listening to this or reading this or whatever, and you don't really know what on earth some of these words mean, that's a sign that you should probably call. <laughs> that's a sign that you should probably uh, start to bring some folks who know what's going on into your sort of system of control so that you are better prepared to make smart decisions. So if any of this has felt like I don't know if we have that. I'm not even sure what those words mean. I don't know the version of this or that. Uh, call us. Way, we can help. And by the way, we're we're real friendly. Uh, you know, you want to chat. You want to have a quick. You want to have a short conversation. We're happy to have it. If we can help you, we've done our job. If we get an engagement, you know, even better. But the goal is to you know provide ways to to help people. You know, the everything. You know, everything will be paid forward properly. So mm -hmm. we're happy to help anybody out there who's. Just give us a call. We'll be happy to talk to you. Says a lot about the company in general right there. Hi. Thank you. Guys, great conversation today. Looking forward to the next one. Take care. Yep, me too. Thanks for joining us for IsAware. And a special thanks to our subscribers. Consider becoming one today. IsAware is powered by Intersoft Associates, who believes the more you know about your IT, the better. Visit us at intersoftassociates.com and schedule your free consultation to talk about how custom software can help your business.